everybody. Welcome aboard for Step Outside Podcast. It's been a little while. Got to ask you a personal question. Do you play with it a bit? Do you need glasses? Do you need eyewear? We are. I'm talking about your rods and reels, folks. Get your mind out of the gutter. As we join now with Dougie Phillips, Director of Tonic Eyewear, Wade Kwalaszewski from the Queensland State Manager, Tonic Eyewear Australia. Boys are online. Good morning to you, fellas. How are we? Good, thanks. Yourself, Paul? Mate, we are doing exceptionally well here as we come to you from our Step Outside studios. Where do we find you two? Sitting in the wonderful world of Golden Beach at the moment, mate, here on the sunny coast. Beautiful weather. You know, it's one of those places up there on this sunny coast. I reckon someone has taken the absolute mickey out of that area when you start talking about Golden Beach, Dicky Beach, <laughs> Booby Beach. And, and, and beautiful weather. And beautiful weather. <laughs> That's exactly right. Mate, uh, I've got to say, welcome welcome aboard, fellas. I'd love to uh, have this podcast with you talking about protective eyewear when it comes to, uh, you know, when you're casting a lure. I've seen so many, you know, Instagram pics and videos sent to me personally saying, Bertie, have a look at the size of this with a two-eyed treble hook through someone's eyelid. And I think that could have been uh, protected from eyewear because, uh, you know, it's all about not only, you know, seeing through the water, looking for the fish, looking for the reef that you don't hit and the sandbanks, but also protecting your eyes when lures are flying around generally from old mate beside you, not yourself. Tell me about well, Tonic that- Eyewear there. Dougie, you, mate, you're the director of Tonic Eyewear. You established the company how many years ago? Um, well, I've been in office for over 30 years anyway, mm. and uh, Tonic's been around for uh, just on 10 and a half years now. And uh, the technology's just got better and better and better as I've gone. Um, yeah, it's, in, it's an incredible product. My background, Paul, sorry, is that, you know, when you say protective eyewear, I started in uh, industrial safety eyewear. That's that's my background. I used to manufacture that here in Australia. So, you know, and I've seen, you know, I've seen wire buffs in people's eyes and, and, and you know, hooks and all sorts of things in people's eyes, acid splash and all this type of stuff. So... I, I get where you're coming from. So, um, you know, they have protective eyewear and, like, uh, not from apart from uh, high-impact eyewear, um, but we do sunglasses uh, that are that are reasonably impact-resistant and they're glass and laminated like a car windscreen. So, you know, and yet cuts all the glare uh, being polarised. And that's what it's about, isn't it? When you start turning around and you're thinking to yourself, right, I need to have something on my eyes that, uh, you know, and you, look, you're going to spend a couple of bucks more because in, in reality, and I'm going to say it, poor man pays twice, okay? You're going to sit back and go, I can afford, you know, 25, 30 bucks. Within about a week after dropping them, you're going to go and spend another 25, 30 bucks. Whereas when it comes to good quality eyewear, such as Tonic, is your outlay and it's an investment because you can drop these things, mate. I've seen the way that you put these things through testing, unscratchable within reason, and, of course, takes a, a hell of a lot to break these things. Mate, they're incredible. What makes them so durable and so tough? And how the hell do they not scratch the film off them? I don't, I don't get this. Talk to me. Well, you know, we, we, we do laminate, and, and like I said to you, you know, we're, we do four pieces of glass. So what happens is that uh, we get glass in it. It's about three to five mil thick. And we generate the lenses down to two very fine wafers, and we put we put everything. We put the laminates inside it. Uh, we put the polarizing film in it. Then we AR coat the outside of the back of the lenses. 
not the AR code to the front because that'll damage quite easily. But we, we put glass at the front there. You'll never, ever scratch our mirrors off. Believe me, you can, you'll never scratch that mirror off. But like I said, you know, we can we can scratch them as much as you like with keys and we can up, slide up and down your dashboard of your car, put them in the console, your wife's handbag. And my God, you get a lot of gear in your wife's handbag that's damaged these guys. <laughs> but you know what? There's nothing that will damage them. But saying that, they do scratch up and down. If you rub them up and down concrete, surely. But you, you can't have, this, you know, they are very, very scratch resistant. Um, you know, you see on tags, scratch resistant. Um, sunglasses, and I might go into brands or anything, but they're plastic lenses. Well, plastic that's a, this, lens. See, this is the thing. You've had world-class quality brands out there, okay? Um, some are named after an island in uh, in Hawaii, for example. Uh, and, sure. and you sort of you think about those ones there and you think, okay, they went from glass to like a polycarbonate to get the lightness back into them. The, the yep. lens would fall out and they'd scratch the bejesus out of them. I, I didn't understand, but you're still paying, uh, you know, a, a hell of a lot of money for that product. It's inferior. Well, you're paying for the brand. Yeah, right. You know, when, when I don't, with Tonic, I've never built the product to, you know, you don't, I don't want people to pay for the brand. Mm. It's about paying for the quality, the optics that we put into this. Like I say, you know, we use film at $80,000 a roll against a lot of brands out there. That they're, and I'm talking high-end quality glass lenses as well mm. in other brands that they're, you know, their film's a generic film. But what we use is the nanofilm. The nanofilm is the clearest and thinnest film on the world market today, okay? Mm-hmm. So and it's like, you know, like a good pizza. You, you, the less on a pizza, the better off you are. Um, you know, when you get a lot on a pizza, you, you can't taste what's... You're just getting a mouthful of everything. Yeah, Where, I understand that. You know, the thin pizza you're getting, just you can taste the difference in little pieces that you're eating. But... When, when you see people advertise, we've got all these layers, well, that's true. They may have all these layers, but it's harder to see through all these layers. Mm. What it is is they spend some good money on putting some of the best film in the world market in your product. They're the clearest and thinnest. You can see the clarity is just amazing, and it really is, honestly. Uh, there's no doubt about it, no question. You know, we've got photochromic lenses, uh, brown and copper. They are unique. They're four-color integrated filters, uh, two-color integrated filters, but incredible optics, and that's what it's all about for me. Not interested about layers upon layers or after quality. When somebody puts our product on, I want them to go, wow. Yeah, and that's what. And that's what, and that's what we're seeing through, and what you're feeling, particularly if you're driving in the rain, and you're driving along. Say, uh, for me, it'd be the M1. It's a concrete highway. And you get the yep. uh, the water dripping down, of course, or if it's bucketing down rain, which we've seen all through 2022, is that, you know, the glare is is impenetrable through the naked eye. But I do put on the glasses there, and you can clearly see all the way through really easy, uh, particularly the copper tone. The copper ones are, are, are brilliant to drive in, I found. And, of course, yep. at the same time, you can keep on the boat. And uh, always keep a pair on the boat. And, and of course, you know, everyone out there, yeah, we, we are, you know, we, 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 we are looked after by Tonic. We do get... Uh, our glasses for our TV show, Step Outside, but you've got to understand is that we're not just going to turn around and throw anyone on board unless, you know, we believe in the product. Um, you know, and, and people out there, you've got to understand, we get a lot of people asking us, hey, would you wear our sunnies? Well, the answer to that is no. Uh, we won't unless we believe in what we are going to wear is going to be beneficial for the consumer out there as well. You don't want to be a brand whore and say, yeah, I'll do this, this, and this, because that just doesn't give credibility. So for no. me, it's all about, you know, uh, I guess you know, backing a product that you believe in that people 
uh, are going to be impressed with when they spend their hard-earned money on as well. Mate, you've got 15 different um, styles in the actual framing that I see, um, from black to bono, cove to evo, Flemington to Mo, Outback to Rise, Rush to Shimmer, Swish to Tango, Torquay to Tracker. And of course, this one was made by Wade, I'm sure, Uranium. Tell, <laughs> wait, wait yeah. what, what, tell, tell me about, and, and I don't want to have a lisp on that because it kind, kind of comes out a bit wrong, mate, but tell me, about, tell me all about how your Uranium is, Wade. <laughs> well, mate, it was, it was designed. Yeah. For a bloke that's got a headset for radio, hence why we're doing a podcast that I'm not on TV right now. God's <laughs> got a headset for radio. You're so, right. <laughs> and, and that's the big part I love about Tonics because four and a half years before I started with the company, yeah, I said to Doug, I walked in and I said, oh, just dropped my sunglasses, broken them, which were another brand name. Anyway, he said to me, he said, I've got this new style. If you won't have a style for me, I've got a big head. He said, no. And because I've known Dougie for years, he threw these things at me called uranium. Yep. Anyway, I had a chuckle. I put them on my head and I said, wow, as we said, the wow factor. Yep. And I thought I've got to have these. He said, try and tell me what you think because they're a brand new model out. Well, I wore them for four and a half years. And wow. Next, and, and I think I rang him because I'd, um, I'd done something to him. I think I sat on him or something like that and I need to get another set. Yeah. And I think I had that step for six months of new ones, and then all of a sudden you offered me a job. Do you want to come on board? And I'm thinking, well, why wouldn't you? If you believe in a product like that. So true. You know? And that's where, you know, that's why I love the range so much, because I've got a big round head, and that's what I like about the company. We make something for everyone. And this is the thing. Yep. Everyone's got a different shaped noggin. From you, you've got a, you can have a broad ridge across your nose. You might be a boxer or whatever. Uh, you know, to people who have a, a thin head or a big ball head, whatever. I mean, it's all about, you don't want to go out there and just pick up a, a pair of sunnies, put them on your noggin and go, yeah, I'm not happy. But, you know, that's that's the only style there is. So, you know, to have 15 different shapes and styles in the frames, I, I believe you, you've covered the market. Talk to me about the copper neon low light overcast vision. This is the one I was mentioning about driving on the highway. Uh, what what gives it such a, a, a different view? It's like putting your eyes into a bed of silk sheets. It, it, it's incredible, the feeling. What what makes it so so cool? Well, it sounds exciting between the sheets, but... Oh, um, right, it is. It's like uranium. Keep going. Yeah, exactly right. So you know what they say, don't go chopping the wood, Mum, I'm coming over the load. <laughs> Righto. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what is it? Why, why do you need... What's copper neon? Tell me. It, it, what, what is it that just, just makes it so well? I mean, what's the... I don't understand. Does, is well, that what you've done there or what? Well, the, the neon is something a little bit unique that I really wanted to work on because, you know, there's so many other products out in the marketplace. I wanted something quite different. So the neon stands like a, it stands for like a neon sign. So things illuminate and things stand out. So yeah. that's like a neon sign. So the neon actually lets in 33% light but completely cuts the glare by 99%. So... You know, when you're talking about driving in the rain, these are an incredible. A lot of truck drivers actually use the neon. Um, what happens is that if you can understand and you'll see where I'm coming from. So in raindrop, there's a million particles of scattered glare. Yeah. And there's so many raindrops out there, so you're looking at trillions of pieces of scattered glare everywhere. Well, that neon completely cuts that out. And to drive, it's a drive in an overcast really bad glary day with the sun as well peeking through that lens cuts right through everything 
Yeah, that's incredible. And you, you feel 10 times better. They're great for unmarked police cars. You can pick them up, speed cameras. Yep. Um, they're a brilliant lens for all that type of thing. But, and also the safety factor is, is that you can read the traffic on what's happening before it actually happens. You can see through the windows of those cars to see what that driver is actually doing. So I love them for that factor as well. When I, Because I'll tell you what, I drive more than I fish. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. I use those glasses for that application. Actually, I've got a couple of different glasses because I can, as you can imagine. So, but the neon's an incredibly good lens. And when I'm tired and fatigued a bit, you know, and I put that lens on, it's been a long day driving for hundreds of kilometres, that lens it just makes the fatigue factor. And that's why the truck drivers love them. I actually was manufacturing glasses specifically for, because we've got such a, a good reputation, but Kenworth, the company Kenworth Packard, Packard Trucks in Kenworth. Yeah. And a lot of they were, you know, we were, we were doing some work for them and, uh, you know, selling their glasses throughout all their outlets at Kenworth dealerships. Mm. So um, we also we also have, um, you know, down in Victoria, we've got the Victorian police. Uh, they All the water police use them, search and rescue, uh, emergency squads. They all use them all in Victoria. We've got some people in Queensland uh, as well. They use our glasses as well. Mm. But they use them because they've had other brands with plastic lenses and uh, they'll last you between three to five weeks. Yeah. And uh, the Tonics, they love the believe me, they love the Tonics. And they've been lasting them between 16 and 18 months out there, one way or another, either losing them overboard or whatever. But money-wise for them to... Why they were going through so many pairs of these other brands with plastic lenses because of salt spray, and when they clean them out there, they were just destroyed. It's like the lens gets foggy after about three weeks, and of course they they start to peel and things like that. That's what happened to plastic lens. We design these glasses to last for the salt water application. That's why the high grade glass that we use, the Crown Corny, which is a proper optical glass. Yeah. That's what we, we spend a lot of money on this product to make sure that it's a quality item. It's a 1.7 mil glass thin. So it's the thinnest glass on the market here in Australia. Nobody does a 1.7 it's incredible that that you know you can get down to that uh, I guess that that thinness, not thickness, but thinness, we've got to say. But how does the technology work with your photochromic copper? Now you see the ads on TV where the bloke walks into a building and of course his sunglasses go back to clear view, and then when he walks outside into the daylight, they go back to a dark shade. Is that what we're talking about, but in a fishing glass here? You know, but not the same. Okay, so a polarising lens must have colour. Uh-huh. Otherwise, it's an and it won't, it won't work. Right. What you're talking about there is a different product. So that's an optical glass. That's a photochromic glass, or they use a different terminology than what we do. Right. It's a transition lens, okay? So transition is will never cut the glare, and it doesn't work in the car, okay? Right. So the transition that can't cut glare. You can't see through windows, and they certainly, yeah, I mean, you just wouldn't use them. Uh, where a polarised lens, you always have some sort of colour, and it is photochromic, and it does go light and, light and dark in the sun, and it, and it works it's UV activated. I would say this is probably ideal if you're fishing up the creeks or rivers chasing mangrove jack, maybe barra, maybe sooty grunter, and, of course, the fish are sitting in the shade behind a log or under a tree branch, and you're out in the sun trying to get in there, and that'll cut that 
obviously that bit of a glare out there, and you'd be able to you'd be able to notice a fish a lot easier, wouldn't you? Yeah, well, glare and light are two different things, too. Yeah. Mm. Okay, so um, now you can understand too the reason our lenses are at, at this point between 14, 16, and thirty-three. Okay, light factors that we're looking at here. Okay, so what happens is that you don't really want a dark lens pulse because at the end of the the darker the lens, the more pupil dilation. Right. Okay, and then adding a lot of UV to your eyes. Okay. Okay. I, so I understand that. Yeah, it's all about cutting glare, mm. and and and, and the, the, your eyes your eyes love light. Okay. Right. Yep. So cutting glare and reducing and and keeping that light factor going with your pupils at all times. Mate, so that that's why we design those lenses to do that. Mate, your photochromic obviously comes in different colours. You've got copper and grey. But your one other thing that you also see across your brand is is a great array of of colour. As we're talking about colour just now. From your silver sure. mirrors through to your blue blue mirrors, and of course your med, red mirrors. Now, tell me about the the silver, the blue, and the red. What what's the difference between the three? What would each one be uniquely used for? In what situation? Okay, the silver mirror that's that's a grey base lens. It's got a, it's got a split in it, so it's got grey and aqua. Okay, yeah. so that it's a, so we're looking for rather than flattening out. The colours we've tried to give it, get a little bit of definition out of it. That's why we've done that, and it's quite a it's a beautiful lens to look through. A little bit, it's got the same base, but not photochromic as our grey lens. Okay. Okay. So grey back with a silver front. Okay. So that's that's a pretty basic lens in my term, yep. but people want something like that, so we produce that. Our red mirror that's a little bit unique. Okay. So that's got brown. And grey mix in it, so it's a two-toned lens. Yeah. So it's got a two-color integrated filter in it yeah. with the red mirror in front. But brilliant, absolute. I really mean this mm. for squid because you you have a look at this. You look through that toning of that lens, yeah. and it's the same toning as a squid. As you know, the squids yeah. are quite elusive, yeah, right. so they yeah. color and hide within the wheat beds. Yeah. Right, that lens is incredible. You can ask most guys that use that red mirror down in Victoria and other places. Yeah, the squidding, they love it. Okay. It really is incredible. Well, that we'll, um, we'll have to try that because our squid up here, particularly the, um, I guess your arrow squid's going to be the more of your red squid up here, but you still like your 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 calamari style of squid or tiger squid. Those particular uh, cephalopods, they they get in there and hide amongst the rocks. So this will be good because this will be able to differentiate the you know, the rock or the weed to the squid. And if you can find him, then yeah, that's what it's all about. Is locating your your catch and and catching the bugger. Absolutely. Oh, <laughs> you know, like I've got a kayak and I get out there and I squid up. I actually see the squid a lot quicker than half the guys around me. Yep. Like I'm not really the best squid fisherman, but I can tell you now, I yep. definitely catch squid. Mate, the blue mirror. I, um, I, I wear the blue mirror religiously. I mean, if I'm going to a function, if I'm going out, if I'm going to lunch or whatever, that those glasses hang around a bit of a. Uh, a rubber tube around my neck, and and that's what I that's what I tend to wear a lot. I, I like those for offshore angling. Obviously, the the cobalt yes. purpley blue coloured water, the flying fish, the mahi mahi, they light up like a dream when you look through the glasses there. So I'm imagining the blue mirrors. I'm pretty much on the money there where they should be used. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and, you know, like like that that's got a um, that's got a four colour integrated filter system in it. So you've got the four colours in there. So you've got a fair bit of yellow in that as well. So it's great for picking up the bird life. You know, fish in the flats with that sun reflection and it will bounce off that mirror. Mm. So you need that. You know, when you've got that, that shimmering sun coming across, 
Yeah. You need that mirror to deflect that sunlight off, off that off that lens. And, and that's but you can still Sandflats, yeah, rocks, reefs, that's that's right. We're, we're in Hawaii fishing for bonefish, fly fishing, and sight casting to bonies off uh, off one of the islands back end of Oahu, uh, behind one of the naval bases, and uh, we're just sneaking over the reef. And you could see as the wave would then sort of just list up a bit, not break, but just list up a bit, only small waves. And uh, across mm. the flats of the uh, of the reef was just this massive school, like, you know, half the size of a football field that was greeny blue colours and they're all like eight to 12 pounds. They're all bonefish. Like we're talking hundreds of the buggers. And the reason why there's so many there, and you could really, you could see them through the glasses so easy. And I was talking to my guide, he could see them, but the other bloke on the boat had no idea. He had no, because when you lift the glasses off, all you're looking through the water, and the water was gin clear, was just this, just green reef right it was like it wasn't you know it wasn't dead or anything but it was just this greeny colored reef that was only you know two and a half three feet deep but you couldn't see the fish if if, if the fish got in front of the sunlight a little bit on a different angle you would notice a little bit of a shadow very 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 faintly but as soon as you put your polarized on oh my god mate you could you could pick out every individual fish like that, so you know that. I guess that's why I like my blue mirror because I'm uh, I'm accustomed to that. But your green mirror, mate, is that is that a similar thing, or is that more going to be more rivers, estuaries, you well, know, empowerments? What's the go? No, your green mirror actually gives you a bit more depth. Does it really? A little bit more color saturation. Oh wow! If, if what you're looking at too, you know. So really, you should be trying that, that as well. Look, and they're 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 two they're two very similar. When, when you get the glasses, you know when somebody puts on a pair and then they've got another pair on top and they're up and down, up and down, up and down. Yeah. You you can't. You should never test glasses like that. Right. So, what you need to do is to hold them side by side or above each other and hold them off your head and then look at the colour tones between the two. All right. Because when you're looking there, you're, there's no way knowing your optical nerve can pick. Yeah. And find the colours that quickly when people swapping up and down, up and down. Yeah, true. Um, so two glasses, and you'll see what I mean. You can you'll see the difference of between the depth that you get out of each lens. Okay, so that's how you compare. Incredible. Between the green and the blue, people like the blue because it's probably a bit more user friendly to to look at. Yeah. The green is definitely got more colour saturation. Yeah. Right, it, it just—I guess—that's something we can uh, we'll look at. We'll see how we travel and uh, and give the green a crack. But obviously, it's going to do the—you know—if if it's better than the blue, I'm impressed with the blue. Then that's great. That's fantastic, mate. Um, now your tonic is—it's it's found all around the country. In fact, you guys have gone global. How many countries are you in? Uh what have we got? We got we got Dubai, America, Germany, Malaysia. Norway. Uh, yeah, a little bit in Malaysia, not 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 big. Uh, yeah. New Zealand, yeah, okay, uh, and Tasmania. We export to Tasmania. It's over the seas, over the ocean. I'm shaking. <laughs> <laughs> you see, ta- Tassie's Tassie's a unique little uh, part of Australia where I-, I could move there tomorrow. It's a beautiful place. I-, I love it. I love the coolness of it all. The the scenery is amazing. The fishing is is you know they're blessed with some of the best fishing, and of course the blessed seafood. The seafood is incredible. I've seen some of those crayfish that you get at Christmas, you bugger, but they're absolutely amazing uh, to see. But um, to, to have the, you know, to, to know that Tonic, wherever people are living or, or, or listening to this podcast, no matter where you are, people, is that you can get a pair of Tonic somewhere or you can jump onto tonicowear.com 
and uh, and find out what what's going to suit you because you do have like I said you've got 15 different styles in your uh, in your uh, frames and you'll be able to work out you can see the difference in the gaping and all that sort of stuff across there and I guess even if people sent them a sent you guys a picture of their head can you supply a bit of an idea as to what's going to be best for them sure sure like you know uh, well to yourself there Paul you know you've got swish that's a big one it's deep it's got some depth it fits your head um, you know I've, a little bloke uh, what was when I say little he might be eight kilos or yeah. 75 kilos um, and five foot eight and six foot that, that rush our model rush it'll fit in perfect that's a great little frame actually I love it it's uh it's a very popular little frame, actually. Um, then we've got the Torquay. The Torquay's got a, a ridge across the top. If you want a little bit more funky in fashion, that one there, that's really good. Stops the light from coming in the top. Then we've got the Shimmer. That's quite a popular, very popular wraparound. So that stops the side light from coming in there. And, uh, you know, beautiful. We do an array of lenses. We do blue mirror, red mirror, green mirror, you know, photochromic grey, photochromic copper. We, you know, yeah. we do pretty much all the lenses for that because of the popularity, and then we've got that outback for the younger guys. That's yeah. that's an extremely that's becoming number one that we've got these days now. You know, so mm. it's um, it's just one of these. It's just fantastic, um, fantastic model. So, and of course, as we as we all know, the Evo. If you've got a really wide bridge, like you know that, that you're looking when you buy a pair of glasses, you're looking beneath your glasses. You put the the Evo one with a wide bridge, and they will fit you every day of the week. Yeah, that's a bit, mate. It's a, it's a great description on how it can work. And speaking of description, I'm going to roll into the same word with a similar uh, spelling, but a different meaning. Prescription. Tell me about those. Do you guys do prescription glasses? Yes, we do. That's a slightly different applicant, but mm. um, we do what we call. We don't do polycarbonate because it's got a lot of abbey back aberration in the lens, so it expands and contracts and. It, it just, for me, in polarising, it doesn't settle. So I don't use it. Um, and, you know, lots of people use it because it's a cheaper byproduct, I believe. Of, you know, not going to give us the optics we want. So we use a CR39. So that's Columbian resin. Okay, so it's batch number 39. That's the establishment. And now it's so close to optical glass, it's like a, a diopter beyond it. It would be below it. it it's, it's that good. But it's hard. And it's it's stable. It's it's uh, you know it just is a great product, and it's lightweight too. Mm. But everybody, we've been doing CR thirty nine for many years now to, in tonic range, and uh, we, to be honest with you, I've never and I really mean this. We have not had a complaint. Yeah. We can do multifocals, and we can do every frame we have. Mm. We can do your prescription in that. Mm. We don't hold back. We we specialise. If you take your glasses to an optom and go. Um, or, you know, I want to wrap around like that. He'll go, oh, I can't do it, mate. Just yeah. can't do it. Yeah. We can do it. We 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 specialise in, in hard lenses. I've done, you know, um, plus or minus 6.75s, um, you know, like we're talking like Billy, Co- Billy Coke bottle glasses, those ones, mate. Well, that's right. I mean, one one bloke, I actually had to tell him, though, I said, listen, we could, we, we could only get the C off it, but we couldn't get the OKE off it, you know. <laughs> And uh, off the bottom of the grind job. So, you know, and he said, what do you mean? I said, well, that, well at least we've got the coat out, you know. Yeah. So yeah, we've done some really thick thick glasses. You know, Merv Hughes, for instance, he wears our prescriptions all the time. Yep. Loves them. Yep. You know, uh, 
honestly, you know, lots of guides use them from, from Darwin right through to, you know, New Zealand and you know, America. You've got a lot of people, you know, ambassadoring for your product, and which is great. Well, just one last thing. Yes, we right. thought that on Friday, mm. if you wanted to join us, we were thinking about going chasing crayfish. Now, I'm, I'm a bit shy on trap. Mm. I believe you're the holder of some awesome crayfish traps huh. that don't get used much. <laughs> so I thought that seeing them hanging from the ceiling, maybe <laughs> you pull them off and dust them off. Really good off. And I believe your wife does like to eat them, but she doesn't get to get to try much. <laughs> Look, I'm going to be honest with you, mate. This is how this story went, is that I got these beautiful cane lobster pots that, I, that I've had since I was a younger fellow, right? These things got history. And every time, and I lived in Iluka for a little while there, you know, I took a sabbatical away from, you know, I think it was back on Channel 9 back in those days. Uh, Channel 10, actually. And then Channel 9 rang up and said, come back to work. I said, yeah, okay. So, but I, I would use these things religiously every weekend. I'd put them out around Woody Head and uh, around the kelp beds. Mate, never caught a thing. My wife would say, if you don't, if you don't, and the, the final straw break, she said, if you don't catch anything, I want them hanging off the roof because they would look really good off our off our living room and in the hallway and put some big old-fashioned light bulbs in them. Well, let's just say I have got two amazing-looking light shades hanging off the roof of my house because they never caught absolutely nothing. And, uh, and the day that I get my wife some crayfish, mate, will be the day that I'm... Uh, I'm going to be a married man forever, which is absolutely brilliant. So, uh, mate, that day I'll wait for. Gentlemen, thank you very much for your time. Greatly appreciate it. We are going to wrap it up there now. And uh, tonicewear.com, everyone. You're talking to Dougie Phillips, director of Tonic Eyewear, and, of course, Wade Kolaszewski, Queensland Territory Manager. The boys in their raw. Well, they're fully clothed. They're just talking to us over the phone. Good on you, boys. Have yourself a good time. And, of course, we'll see you with more Step Outside podcast. And, of course, you can catch out Step Outside seven days a week around this magnificent country. Thanks for listening. As I love to say, may your rod bend often.